2: Welcome to the campaign, after the campaign, after the campaign, this is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Eldermorn, everybody.
0: Eldermorn. Eldermorn.
2: (laughs) I'm your Dungeon Master Brian Murphy, joined by Jake Hurwitz. Hank Hogfish. (laughs) Oh, switching to (laughs) Hank. (laughs) Nickname time. Emily Axford.
3: Fia Bonkinia. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Self-made mage of page and blade who lives in an abandoned train. (laughs) Woo-woo-woo.
2: We
1: love it. Honk if you're bonk. And, of course, Caldwell Tanner. Zonk for Vane, investigator of the recently dead and creator of bats from a hat on his head. Mm.
4: Nice.
2: Very nice. Gang, uh, let's go ahead and do a little recap. So last time we began our adventure with Zerk resuscitating an injured sprite. After a successful lowercase CPR, the sprite (laughs) was brought back to life and the crime scene was taken over by Inspector Marcy and the Town Watch. Together, you headed to Fia's train car tiny house and there you realized that you all had connections to the mysterious horror known only as the Prophet. Zerk through Dr. Nebel, Fia through her mentor who disappeared under similar circumstances, and Henry who was once attacked by the Prophet who attempted to sever his shell Shadow from him before he could escape. You realize that the next step was to find Dr. Nebel's intended destination and headed to speak to the rooks at Blackthorn Hall. There you met Sib, who demanded a hundred gold for saving Zerk's life, uh, sorry, Zonk's life, <laughs> thank right you, but settled for having Henry, sorry, Hank, fight for them mm-hmm. in the boxing ring. <laughs> or honk. Meanwhile, Fia Boginya sorry, I mean <laughs> Fia Bon-ginia, and Zonk met with the leader of the Rooks, Madame Whitlock, who offered to give up Nebel's destination in exchange for some help dealing with a horror that was apparently hunting her associates. You followed one of her bodyguards to a meat locker where you found the victim of one of the horror attacks and discovered that his heart was missing. Then, a mysterious spirit killed the bodyguard in the same fashion and animated meat hooks to attack you. After narrowly escaping, you rushed to the second floor balcony where you saw Henry hot off a two-fight winning streak about to lose to the sadistic (laughs) brute Fergus Whitlock. Fia managed to keep Henry on his feet with a clutch guidance spell, but the magic was seen by the ref who called the fight off. Furious, the crowd began calling for Henry's blood and Fergus was only too happy to oblige as he lifted him by the neck over the corner of the ring. And that is where we are now. Great. So we will start with Henry. Henry, you feel Fergus's grip tighten around your throat as your feet leave the ground. You get tunnel vision as you see... Fights breaking out in the crowd, and the crowd goes blurry. Fergus is red-faced, just face-to-face getting close to you, just enjoying watching the life go out of your eyes. Just a sadistic, sadistic dude. Uh, He's red-faced with a vein bulging in his forehead as he chokes you. But you see hovering behind him is the old man, the same one you've seen before. Dark circles under his intense stare, wispy white hair, and this time the whites of his eyes have turned completely black. As you begin to fade from consciousness, as the world goes dark, your eyes stay focused on the figure whose face begins to smooth as his hair turns from white to salt and pepper. This figure looks just like you, but with eyes of pure shadow. The fuck? And in a flash, (laughs) You let out a choking gasp, suddenly free of Fergus's grip. You have switched places with the figure, who has now disappeared, leaving only a shadow behind. You see Fergus grasping at nothing as the crowd goes wild around him. It takes you a moment to get your bearings. You see Sib in the corner goes, Hey, uh, cool trick, dude. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, okay. uh, I will do that. Uh, Fuck. Uh, Fia and Zerk, meanwhile... Up on the second floor balcony, Um, go ahead and give me uh, perception checks. Uh, 18. Ooh, 18 for me as well. Awesome. Mm. The perception twins up on the second floor.
1: (laughs) I see what you did there.
2: You see Henry switch places with his shadow. ...out of Fergus's grip, suddenly free through some kind of magical means. You had no idea Henry had any kind of magical ability. You see uh, members of the crowd uh, jumping into the ring, getting into fights. You see Fergus looks around for Henry for a second, but then just grabs a random dude and starts fighting him. It's just kind of immediate chaos. With an 18 perception... You see that the source of this bar fight is not entirely natural. It's not all centered around the boxing ring uh, because it has spread throughout the entire venue, even up here on the second floor. And you spot an invisible presence tossing bar stools and adding to the chaos, egging people on and causing the fight to spread. And you can safely assume this is the same spirit you ran into in the meat locker. And you do see amongst the crowd up here is Madame Whitlock, who is flanked by a bunch of her goons looks to be heading for an exit through the kitchen.
1: Okay, this spirit seems like it's having fun and just playing pranks right now, but it does have the ability to just fully zoot someone's heart right out their body, so we should probably deal with that.
3: Okay, I mean, we need to know from Madam Whitlock, we just engaged in a deal with her and she has not delivered her end of the deal because we have not delivered the information to her.
1: Do you think we should track her down?
3: I wonder. I mean, uh, Henry just did something magical and cool, so... Uh,
2: There's chaos all around you, so we can't really make plans. Everyone go ahead and roll initiative. Okay. Six.
3: Nine.
2: Uh, 16. Uh, you see, as you guys are discussing whether or not you should talk to Madam Whitlock, you see she is exiting um, with a bunch of rooks. Uh, you see a um, a dude holding a bunch of darts, lock-sized with Zerk. He goes, hey, what the fuck are you looking at, huh? What are you looking at? <laughs> All sorts of stuff. Uh, throws a dart at <laughs> Zerk's head. <laughs> huh. Misses so bad. Almost hits Madam Whitlock as she's going by, just like misses you by like five feet. You see she pulls out her parasol, uh, opens it, uh, and the dart catches inside of it. She pulls it back up and twirls it. My
3: parasol does not do that. In (laughs) fact, it lets in a decent amount of rain, if I'm being honest.
2: Room to grow. Let's work on that. And you see um, another dude cracks a bottle and goes up to Fia. You bringing books? You got all kind of books at the bar. Be social. <laughs> yeah, that's a cool thing to do. It's to not a cool thing to do. Have a conversation. Okay, not Engage fucking with hangs people. Up with
3: people all the time. Good for you. You have so many friends. Guess Try. what? My fucking books talk to me. So eat my ass. <laughs> this is
2: a losing battle. Fia tries to stab <laughs> you.
3: <laughs> Reading a book at the bar. <laughs> is cool. It's what cool people do get hit Don't with. die on this hill.
2: Uh, seven to <laughs> hit. You see as uh, he goes to stab you with his broken bottle, you see Volk launches off your belt. <laughs> Starts biting his arm. Oh, oh, I fucking hate books. I hate books. Uh, I guess thank you, Volk. Henry, down on the ground, um, it is very clear that you're going to need to fight your way out of here. Uh, you see a dude with brass knucks comes up and goes, you lost me a lot of fucking money asshole and tries to sock you
4: in the face okay brass knuckles are also cheating to be perfectly <laughs> fair it's
2: not a section fight anymore you're a real cheater what i'm doing right now is fine
4: <laughs> okay <laughs> what
2: i'm doing right now is totally above the belt
4: <laughs> yeah this is totally a fair fight then
2: uh spits on you and tries to swing at you um tend to hit misses big time that is zerk First of all, I hate to be
1: selfish, but I am going to cast Cure Wounds on myself because I have four HP. That makes a lot of sense. So I'm Uh going to do that. Uh, And then can I, after casting Cure Wounds, just book it over towards where Madame Whitlock was and yeah. try and talk to her? Great. Yeah, you
2: see she is cool. hurrying with bodyguards at her side and as soon as you get close enough to her, they shield her and a couple guys grab you and go, hey, this one's coming for the boss! Whoa, oh, 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 oh. Oh, I have information! I know what's causing this! Um, you see Madame Whitlock pushes uh, the goons out of the way and she goes, you, what did you find? There's a spirit. It's That's what's
1: been taking all the hearts of your, your employees. All your goons, they had their hearts stolen. I, did they wrong someone? What what happened? What caused this? Like, this is clearly a vengeful spirit,
2: and now it is making a mess of this bar. She grabs you by the collar. We're a fucking gang. We have wronged a ton of people. You figure <laughs> it the fuck out and figure it out <laughs> fast before this thing gets my heart and this information dies with me. Um, throws you back. Uh, she and her gang ah, do uh, exit down the hall. I turn back to Fia and say,
1: okay. Part one done. Uh, now we gotta figure out how to kill it.
3: Okay, I see. Wow, she's asking a lot for us for a tiny piece of information. We gotta get
1: some sort of litigator on our team. I'm
3: going to have her throw in the parasol, of course, <laughs> when we get this deal.
2: Uh, Fia, that's your turn.
3: Okay, then I will just take my great sword on the one who uh, hit me, and I will use a green flame blade to have fire uh, leap to the one throwing darts at Zerk.
2: Uh, okay, great. Don't worry about him; his aim's terrible. <laughs> yeah, you, see, you see one guy throwing, <laughs> one guy throwing darts? Another guy using a broken bottle. Fia just whips out a fucking sword and tries to end this dude. Is this
3: wrong? Have I misread this situation? <laughs>
2: you escalated it.
3: Twenty-three to hit.
2: Uh, super hits.
3: Okay, ten damage and then four fire damage to the dart guy.
2: Um, <laughs> you see just completely.
3: Non-lethal damage, I guess.
2: (laughs) We see the one dude's throwing darts. uh, Other dude is using a bottle. Um, Pia just uh, slices this dude across the chest with a greatsword and then sets another dude on fire. Um, And you see that it does seem to escalate the violence. You see like more dudes breaking bottles and uh, coming forward.
3: Okay, no one attack. That was wrong. (laughs) I'm sorry, I only attacked you because I only have one spell yet left and I am assuming I'm going to use uh, to heal someone. <laughs> you heard
1: that. She apologized. If you attack her, you're in the
2: wrong. <laughs> Tell her to apologize for bringing books to the bar.
3: <laughs> it's still about that. I attack you with a sword, and you're still mad about the books. Okay. This town. This is why I don't come into town often.
4: Henry, that is your turn. Okay. Um, I pat my bloody tank top to make sure that I'm uh, solid and, and a real mm. person. Okay. That yep. you're all feels- You're all together. Sturdy vascular, okay.
3: Wow, you get harder every episode.
4: Just a little bit. Damn, my the, the the definition in Henry's cheekbones is really coming through after <laughs> oh it, after it's been beaten up so much. Um, do I? So I see this guy is in front of me. So I,
2: you we're down kind of completely in the mix. So you aren't really aware of what's going on with the spirit, but you see that there are like 17 different fights going on that have combined <laughs> into one. So it's it's not everyone trying to kill you. It's like, you've got mm-hmm. this guy on you that's trying to kick your ass. Um, and then it looks like you've got like a couple other people that you would need to like kick past. This is just like a swarm of people.
4: I guess I've been boxing. I'm gonna try to punch uh, this dude that's punching me great don't forget to add that plus one. Ooh! one oh don't mind if i do uh that makes my uh not one a two
2: <laughs> Oh
1: boy! does not hit
2: uh you yeah. with yeah, big sense. time as you punch and kind of lean forward um you are pushed by someone from behind and land directly in this dude's brass knuckles ow this is legal <laughs> this is honorable it's not a sanctioned <laughs> fight give me the other one give me the other one and it'll be even That is the bar brawl's turn. Oh, dear. A dude tries to punch you in the back of the head, Henry. The same one from behind you. This is just like a whole crowd. This is a swarm of
4: humans. Right. Hey, wait. No. How about me and you versus the guy with the knuckles, right? That is a 13 Mm -hmm. to hit. That does Mm -hmm. not. Does not hit. Okay. Nice. Um, uh, Swings
2: and misses. You duck out of the way and square up with this person. Um, Zerk, that is your turn. Uh, You see just more people kind of piling in. You guys got to kind of fight your way out of here.
1: I think Zerk looks around and sees everybody breaking glass bottles, uh, and he sheds a tear because Zerk is a glass blower, and (laughs) to break glass is uh, abhorrent in his eyes.
2: Uh, You see one dude just breaks a glass for fun. He doesn't even find anybody. He's just in the corner breaking glasses. (laughs) The fuck? (laughs) Do you have any idea how long it takes to make glass? I wish there were plastic bottles here. I love that at sporting (laughs) events when there's a plastic bottle because they don't trust me not to start a fucking fight. (laughs) It's wasteful,
1: but I understand it. Ah! Um, Yeah, I'm going to fire off a crossbow bolt. Um, I'm going to like, get one that is uh, studded and that doesn't have like an arrow tip on it and okay. just blast it and then just kind of run forward, I guess. My, my, my goal here is to try and make it to the banister and then try to slide down the banister.
2: Okay, sure. Um, cool. Go ahead and make your shot with your crossbow. <laughs> that is going to be an Eight. Uh, Eight does not hit. Crossbow bolt uh, flies off, breaks a beautiful bottle. You see a beautiful glass-blown bottle behind the bar uh, shatters. Uh, It had sand in it, beautiful sand art. The sand goes everywhere. Henry,
3: uh, don't worry. Destruction is the other side of creation. If anything, it is just creating a vacuum for you to fill with more art.
1: That's a good way to look at it. But also, everybody, if you're not wearing shoes, be careful. <laughs>
2: uh, and I realized I did not attack you guys. Um, oh. uh, you, guys all get all atta- you guys all get attacked by the bar brawl. So, um after uh, Zerk smashes the bottle, uh, you see another guy comes up to you with a barstool, Zerk, and goes, Why do you have to be so fucking destructive? <laughs> and tries to uh, slam a bar stool into you. Ooh. Terrible roll, eleven to hit. Um, just Misses. Tosses the bar stool. Uh, it flings. It hits a bunch of soda bottles that were set up. Uh, they all smash and break. It just seems excessive at this point. <laughs> you see, uh, the dude with the darts uh, turns towards Fia and just starts chucking darts at her.
3: Okay, I'm sorry that I took out a sword. I understand <laughs> this was wrong.
2: Um, that's a sixteen to hit Fia.
3: That is my AC.
2: Six damage.
3: And I rolled a nat one on my concentration check, so you no longer have a plus two to AC, Dr. Zerg.
2: Yikes. (laughs) Okay. Uh, (laughs) Alas. Loses the concentration. Um, That is Fia's turn.
3: Okay. Um, If this is mob mentality, uh, is this almost as if it's one creature? Could I cast command on the entire bar brawl?
2: Yes. (laughs) <laughs> Holy <Okay. shit>.
3: Uh <laughs> Dr. Zerk, I am going to use my last spell, so please don't die.
1: <laughs> no promises. My bones are made of brittle, brittle glass. That's why I love it so.
3: <laughs> um. So, okay, then I will do that. I will uh, try to cast command on this entire mob of people fighting. And I think the command, I can give the command to flee, but I kind of just want to give the command to chill. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: uh, Everybody chill Cool it
2: Thea, you stand up on the banister uh, over the balcony Shout for everyone to chill You hear it echoes with magical projection And they're going to roll a group wisdom saving throw They need to get a 13 or higher to resist
4: Come on Ooh, Just,
2: just cool it, everyone just cool it Everybody, Everybody chill Relax That is a 12 Wow! (laughs) You see throughout the bar, all of these people are punching the shit at each other, just, like, picking up stools and breaking it on each other's backs. Next to you, Henry, um, the dude with the brass knuckles has you by the collar and is about to sock you with the brass knuck straight to the nose. Do it! And then just goes... You fought a good fight, man. That was beautiful. (laughs) And pulls you in for a big hug. Uh, And you see throughout the bar, everyone's like, that was a fucking hell of a fight. That was amazing. Uh, I see... Uh, the dude that you cut across the chest Fia uh, uh, looks at his stomach and sees this giant bleeding wound and goes you're fucking crazy you know that you're fucking nuts
3: that's the craziest fucking bar fight I've ever been in I think I see how successful this is when I try to push the boundaries and say love each other everyone we all need to be nicer to each other
2: Uh, yeah you see um, uh, broken bottle guy (laughs) puts his arm around darts guy <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow! Uh, it it looks—it looks like there's this like post-fight camaraderie. Like all of a sudden, one person starts laughing, and then everybody starts laughing, and it's this kind of manic energy of um, all these people that went through this insane thing together. For
3: posterity's sake, uh, command is only one round.
2: Okay. Mm. Zerk and Henry, you had heard Fia kind of echo through. The bar, you know that this is a tenuous piece that yeah. might not last <laughs> super
3: long. I also, I also didn't use my action, so now I'm going to use my action to move as close to the door as possible. Sweet, uh, yeah, they part the way for say, you. i nod to everyone as i go being really chummy <laughs> hey see great isn't fight. it so nice when well, we all get along hi yeah hi i'm via bunking yeah cool hey, Fia, wait,
4: maybe we should stick around for a little bit we'll g- we get some free <laughs> drinks from these oh, guys yeah. i think
3: mr henry this is not going to last
4: <laughs> this dude seems to really like me
3: Hank, <laughs> hey, we gotta go <laughs> mr henry i hate to say this he doesn't like you he's under a spell <laughs> (laughs) We had a fair fight outside of the ring. You came out
2: here. It was just two dudes. Okay. One guy had brass knuckles. The other one didn't, and it already had three fights. But it
1: was
4: a fair
2: fight right down the middle. That's right. Everything was above
1: board. (laughs) Just feel like the more they talk, the more they're going to stumble upon the actual logic of what happens. We should go, Mm. okay, okay, let's get the hell out of here. This guy is acting weird. I grab Henry's arm and say, this man hit his head very hard and needs a full medical evaluation. Let's hear it
2: for... Hey, Hog! Uh, Henry, go ahead and give me a charisma check.
4: That's a four. <laughs> I, raise, I raise my hand up in the air triumphantly. <laughs> you hear uh, a golf clap uh, from
3: like two people. It's because they're busy falling in love with each other. <laughs> yeah, see,
2: they're just too chill to clap. I understand. You see Fergus <laughs> has not been affected by the spell and is still beating the shit out of somebody in the ring. <laughs> uh, and you see Sib uh, in the ring
4: just being like,
0: Get the fuck out of here Go Go Okay Get the fuck uh, out
4: Bye everybody Let's Stop go Stop saying <laughs>
0: Get the fuck out of here
4: <laughs> I just was Alright yeah We'll
0: call
2: you
4: I thought it'd be rude to say To leave without saying goodbye There's
2: just one huge Hank fan In the back just like Woo
4: <laughs> Yeah That's <laughs> not Glass Willie is it
2: <laughs> it's, yeah, you see, uh, it is Willie. Willie is clapping.
1: <laughs>
2: I salute him. Kick my ass! Wow.
1: <laughs> see
2: you tomorrow, boss. Um. Yeah, we we go. Uh. Yeah. So you guys all rush out of there um, just as you hear. Hey, you're hugging me too tight, fucker. Uh, and you hear somebody get socked, uh, uh, and they all start punching each other again. You just hear a huge brawl.
3: We had to adjust to a low level to have saved them all.
2: <laughs> One day. Um, and yeah, you hear them all uh, fighting in the background immediately. Um, back to chaos. Uh, what would uh, you all like to do? Back to the
3: train? <laughs> we could also go to another bar or something. <laughs> yeah,
4: you know, I think, I think I've think i had I've had enough bars for now. Okay. Uh, we can go back to the train. That sounds pretty good. I could rest.
3: Is, is there anything to... So, Madam Whitlock wants us to figure out who did this. Is there anything to... Uh, I mean, I could definitely use some sort of rest, but I would love to just get right to investigating what the fuck is happening to her people.
1: Thea, do you think that... That book might have some information about the, the horror we yes, saw? Yes,
3: I was thinking of consulting the Guardian of the Grove to find out about missing heart.
1: That seems like the best place to start.
3: Maybe I think Fia would be too impatient to find out, so I think Fia will just plop down under a tree and start reading. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Oh!
3: I mean, it's quiet out here, yeah. Get the picnic blanket.
2: <laughs> you guys pull out uh, a cloak and make a little picnic blanket. Uh, you guys give some distance between you guys and the blackthorn in case like mm-hmm. Fergus comes busting out the door and wants to kill Henry or something.
3: I think it's kind of fun actually to be watching from afar the blackthorn, just like watching the chaos go down <laughs> yeah. a little bit or in the distance. The yeah, you see yeah, exactly. You, you,
2: you just hear everybody fighting, and you also see like a small fire.
3: <laughs> I love people watching.
2: There was a lot of horses inside that bar. That's strange. Just watching him run out. (laughs) As you all sit around um, and consult this book and kind of fill Henry in
4: on what's going on. Jesus, meat hooks? Like (laughs) animated meat hooks. That sounds fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
3: Yeah, like not fun ones. Not like my books. Wow. At least not that I know. I did not try to talk to them. (laughs) Anyways, I'm actually really excited to do this because this is the first time anyone has ever, you know, asked me to be like a horror hunter like batilda
2: oh it's so exciting we get to
3: study everyone (laughs) (laughs) yes well we we study so that we can stalk you know
2: i like the studying part (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Me me too flaps over your shoulder uh fia go ahead and make a um history check uh with advantage
3: Okay, I was going to say, since we've talked about how to use Far for advantage, can I use uh, Far for advantage for history checks, since he's my little studious friend? Yes, definitely. He is and a book.
2: I'll also say, Henry and Zerk, you guys can make insight checks to help with like the info that Fia pulls up. Okay. This is, cool.
3: I believe, my first time rolling with uh, a help action from Bookfar.
2: Ooh. Ooh. Thank you, book Bookfar. Bookfar.
3: I need you to help me read this book. You like to study. Bar. Show me how much you like to study.
2: I'll study so hard, Miss. I got.
3: I crit. You crit. <laughs> yes. I crit. Good God.
2: Books are
1: good. And
3: I'm all about you history. Crit on a I, book. That's where I. Arcana and history is where I put my fucking stats, and I so I have proficiency, and it's intelligence. So that's a twenty-six, bitch.
4: Okay. <laughs> Feels good to crit on reading. Yeah, no, it's for everybody. It's for it's crit on your books, kids. <laughs> <You're> just, <laughs>
3: Crit on your homework, friends. Hey guys,
2: <laughs> I know we're all having Zoom meetings and we're working from home, but it's important to crit on your homework. <laughs>
4: oh God!
2: So, Fia, as you're reading this book, um, uh, you see uh, Spritel uh, glows bright orange, flies down from um, Zerk's ear, and kind of lights it so that you can all mm. so that you all can Spritle, see it. Spritel,
3: you are becoming my favorite book light. You are much better than Luminescence.
2: You hear a dull buzz. Way to go, little friend. (laughs) Inside the book, Guardians of the Grove, um, you find a section on spirits and ghosts. And Fia, Mm. you would even know this just from talking to Batilda and having dealt with horrors before through her, that they are different than your average zombie. When someone is betrayed or they have a lot of last minute regrets, it can corrupt their soul. Mm, Broken promise. What if you predict this? hmm? There is something to that. There's basically, there's ghosts that are malevolent beings that exist as punishment, but then there are good souls that were corrupted by last minute regrets or betrayal. Like an otherwise good person might get this huge rush of negative energy at the end of their lives that could make their spirit or part of it linger. With a nat 20, you look through the different options of ghosts that would steal hearts. You see there's one called a ghost swain. This one is a malevolent being who had wronged people in life.
3: Oh, they were not wronged. They did the wronging. They
2: did the wronging Um, through means of seduction or manipulation. They rise again as a being with no heart that craves one. Um, and they kill mm. anyone, so there's no pattern to it. So you, with that nat 20, instantly X this one Dismiss out.
3: Dismiss this, because there is a pattern to the killings now.
2: Exactly. Mm. Uh, you see another one, uh, an unrequiter... Uh, seeks the hearts of those who would not love them in life.
3: Oh, this sounds like a really a would, seeks the hearts of those who would not love them in life. It's a, ni- a nice guy ghost. <laughs> a nice this guy. One ghost? Is, this one is called a nice guy. <laughs> so not all
2: ghosts are like that. You put me in the friend zone. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> but this again would I would rule this out.
2: Correct. Um, but you do land on one that sounds like it could be it. You land on a spirit classified as a broken heart banshee, mm. killed during a moment of heartbreak, and then seeks the heart of their killer or seeks the hearts of people that are similar to their killer.
3: Mm. So this, mm. this person was experienced a moment of heartbreak from a rook?
2: That is certainly possible. Okay. You know that they rise during reaping season, 10 years Hmm. after their murder. 10 years. And you see that in the book, there is a way to put them at rest or banish them. Um, And the way to do that is to douse their remains with a concoction consisting of rose water and the kiss of a lover. The kiss of a lover can be indirect. You can have the lover's lips touch a goblet or some other ingredient. Or like an envelope that they licked. Or, yes, or even my left. hand.
3: I say, thank you. So good to meet you. Hold out my hand. Yeah,
2: and then you would just need mm-hmm. to touch the rose water.
3: All right, everyone. I will be going around town, always presenting my hand for a kiss for the <laughs> until we find <laughs> out what is going on.
1: We just I would love to help you work on your social <laughs> cues at some point.
3: Um okay, so kiss of a lover find their remains. What was the other thing? Holy Ro- water? Rose
2: water, which is Oh, there's roses everywhere. Yeah, there's a Yes, part,
3: I use that in my rose petal jam.
2: You you have rose water on you or could easily procure it. So that's we a We all ten have rose
3: water years yeah. ago. Okay, does anyone... I have not been living here for 10 years, so I do not know a lot of the history here who might have been hurt or anything.
1: Me neither, but I wonder if Marcy might have some information about that. Mm. I know that she's not officially affiliated with the Rooks, but she must keep tabs on their activity. And like, if this person were murdered, she might know something about that. We could also double-check with uh,
4: Sib or the Rooks, but... They seem a little occupied at the moment. Yeah, um, and and my cousin, my cousin's been living here for for a long time.
3: Oh, who is your cousin? Oh
4: yeah, um, is this guy Sebastian uh, Fenrose? He's the Baron of the town. He's also not technically my cousin. He's more of like a third cousin of my ex.
3: Your cousin is the, the Baron. The freaking Baron. <laughs> What yeah. the fuck? You don't lead with this information? What? Have I said any? I am now I'm scared. I have said I, something wrong about Thornkirk. No. Thorn- are you Dude, going we ate to- book pizza last night. We, <laughs> been
4: he, we are not a blood. Up. We are not a blood relation. He's a third cousin of my ex-wife. He's basically a guy that I know that I am living with. At the moment. And also, let's be clear that there is nothing
2: wrong with book pizza. I was just going right. to say, I'm, I'm
3: I stared unblinkingly at Dr. Zerk and I said, you did not like the book pizza? <laughs> you have a problem with the book pizza? The book pizza needs work. I'm not
1: afraid to admit it. Bookfar, you're great. You're very smart. Book pizza needs work. Everything
4: needs work, Dr. Zonk. The crust was impeccable. The crust was very good. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Right. It was crisp.
2: Inspired crust. I love the rosemary in the crust. I'll go from there. Anyway, the baron, you know
4: the goddamn baron? Right, yes, I live with him. Uh, you live in
3: a baron's mansion?
4: I live in, it's, uh, it's his second pool house. So he has the main pool house, but he spends a lot a of time pool?
3: in a pool. We could have gone swimming last night. He has
4: a couple of, we could have, but I I've thought it was cozier. I've been in a
3: pool. Do you think anyone has ever invited me to be in a pool? Do you think I don't want to put on a bathing suit and dive into we a can, pool like everyone yeah, we, else?
4: Look, we Just, can go we, back to the baron's place, but it's he's a lot. <laughs> He's just kind of a lot, I don't think. It's just we made a sprite pact, Henry. We made a sprite pact. We made a sprite pact. And we were sharing thing.
1: stuff and like staying up late and being friends. And you didn't tell us about the
4: pool. I told okay. you like my deepest, darkest secret, right? That I was attacked by a guy and I switched place with my shadow. But well, I you shared. You didn't
3: mention the pool, bud. You didn't mention the pool, Dr. <laughs> Henry. Mr. Henry, so sorry.
4: You flustered Fia. She's calling everyone doctor. <laughs> I'm sorry, doctor. Right now,
3: I'm just like knowing that I knew someone who had a pool and they never told me. And it's like I could have gone swimming and like. Like I've never we can go. We'll go swimming. We'll go
4: swimming. We can, we'll go I swimming. wonder if we... I'll
3: drown. Maybe
4: <laughs> he has. He has one pool that's very very shallow.
3: Does your pool that's have good. any rusalka in it?
4: I don't know. I'll what let that you know. Is. If it okay. Is. <laughs>
3: All right, well, let's go immediately to this pool and talk yeah. to the Baron and, and go it's, swimming.
1: It's either chlorine, salt water, or risulka. Those are the three types of pools. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Isn't it like a siren, essentially? Yeah,
3: yeah they're yeah. like a water spirit who um, have these combs that they have to keep their hair wet with. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so you all begin heading towards Fenrose keep. Uh, you see it's this small castle with black iron gates with roses carved into them. Um, Above the gate is a watchman, and you see a few other guards about in leather armor or light chainmail with the Fenrose family crest uh, on tabards that hang over them. Uh, The crest, of course, is just a single red rose. The castle is made of stone and is covered in ivy with flowers growing along the side and in the front of the courtyard Uh, is this very small, unimpressive
4: apartment style in ground pool.
3: (laughs) Uh, You didn't say it was a front yard pool.
4: (laughs) Well, this is a fountain. There's another, there's a, you can swim in something in the back. Uh, Yeah, it it looks like one of those pools that isn't an apartment complex that no one uses.
3: (laughs) How absolutely strange to have it in the front yard. I suppose it's like conspicuous consumption, right? To show off to your friends. Oh, I have a pool.
1: Is anyone using it right now? Uh, No.
3: Can I go in?
4: I think we should at least get... Fia
3: <laughs> breaks into a sprint. And <laughs> into Wait, she, Fia. as As Fia starts going <laughs> towards the
2: fence, you see crossbow bolts start flying from the tower. <laughs> no,
4: no, she's with me. She's with me. Oh,
2: Henry. Yeah. One of your guests is just running at the fence. Yeah, you see a guard up, up
3: in the tower. What I f- either amble or sprint. There is no in-between. She's never seen a pool.
4: I thought she's never been in a pool. You've seen one.
3: No, I've never seen one. You see,
4: yeah, the, the guard just the guard shrugs his shoulders. I didn't even know we had a pool. <laughs> it's, what is wrong with you guys? I, I Why, dive in. What, the, the fence is, like, close. like, you haven't been, like, welcomed in. Okay. Um, we, I, she wants to take a dip in the pool. She seems
2: dangerous. This seems ill-advised. Does the Baron know that you're bringing guests?
4: He doesn't, but I'm sure... Sh- can I talk... To- I'll just talk to the Baron. You can we- talk to him. Yeah, He's, we- out-
2: He's out in the courtyard right now. He's, um... Uh, you see, he puts up air quotes. Sparring.
4: Very cool. Okay, so guys, we just... You just gotta remember to kind of act, act impressed when you see the Baron sparring. Uh, you'll see what's going on.
2: Uh, so you see... Um, Guard motions to another guard, uh, and they open the main iron gates.
4: <laughs> I, I grab Fia by the co- like the back of her jacket. Uh, just.
3: I keep the sprint going, <laughs> but what let you? Henry hold me back.
2: This is strange, Miss. When people want to go places, they don't sprint.
4: We're going to walk. It's
3: confusing. If you really want to go somewhere, then you sprint because you want to get there faster.
4: But first we need towels. We need to make sure that the pool's been cleaned. You know, Can I've never sure seen the... anybody in it. They didn't even know we had one. So I just want to make sure that it's all...
2: It is covered
1: okay. with a
4: lot of moss, I'm noticing. I thought that was, I thought that was decorative.
2: <laughs> you see, <laughs> um, as you guys pass through the main courtyard... Um, You see that the owner of the keep, the Baron, Sebastian Fenrose, is fencing against a squire of the town watch. Um, There's a knight who's coaching him as well as several other servants around, dutifully standing in like a circle around them. You see uh, Sebastian lunges forward and scores a point with his foil. Ha! Point! Match! Sebastian! (laughs) You see he pulls his helmet off. As his gaze meets yours, he turns and he faces Henry um, and you guys as you approach. Uh, You see his gaze seems to like look through you. Uh, And you see he's got long, thin... Black hair and he goes, Ah, cousin, good to see you again. I see you've brought guests. Should we have Scampy? Um <laughs> Hans! Shrimp! Okay. Uh you see uh, uh Hans, you one us of his, any of this, Henry One of his butlers runs in to get Scampy. Would you like a port, wine, and some scampy?
3: Fia very deferentially <laughs> curtsies. Um says, oh. like, I would be honored and I hold out my hand to get my keys. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you see he goes ah a fine curtsy m'lady Scampy you shall have um and uh
4: kisses your hand i i look i look at zerk and i'm like you yeah, know come on
2: oh right away yes um <laughs> i put my hand out as well uh, he takes your hand he curtsies and kisses your hand ah and what is your name Ah, I am uh, Zerk Vervain, uh, a local apothecary and
1: alchemist and scampy enthusiast. I wiggle my eyebrows. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you see, he laughs way too hard. <laughs> Those eyebrows are the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and do you, cousin, kiss my hand? Um, puts his
4: um, hand out. R- first time we've done that, okay? Henry-, Henry kisses his cousin's hand.
3: Mr. Henry, he didn't ask my name. Did I make a bad first impression?
4: You made an incredible first impression, and I know okay. that my cousin my, was just about to ask for your name, <laughs> and why don't we just cut the...
2: I already know her name, turns towards Fia. Hello, Rachel. Fia.
3: Fia. <laughs> just, oh, dear. Rachel. Yes, you are correct, Mr. Baron. My name is Rachel. <laughs> Rachel
2: and I met a long time ago. We were lovers once. Oh, wow. wow. This is this is true? <laughs>
3: Uh, I just think I'm not allowed to contradict the parents, so I'm gonna go with <laughs> you. Yes, we were lovers. We could love. You can definitely do.
2: contradict the baron. Like <laughs> Henry knows him. He's like a weird dude, but He's not gonna like have you executed. Via, please keep it going. We need that scampy.
1: We
3: did what lovers do. We embraced and uh consoled each other. I,
4: that sounds really cool, Rachel and <laughs> Sebastian. Uh shall we shall we go inside? I know also um uh my, she sometimes goes by Fia and uh she she mm. had an inclination to check out uh Oh the that's pool. interesting.
2: The Rachel I met did not go by Fia. Perhaps you're a different Rachel. Okay, Fia.
3: Mm. No, you can call me Rachel or Miss Pumpkin, yeah.
4: Just all slides off of him. <laughs> narrows his <laughs> eyes. <laughs> I don't want to get in between whatever you guys are discussing.
3: I don't all know I, what to do here. I've never met royalty. I want to and, swim in his pool. All right, so we'll eat his scampi. We
4: can take our scampi in the rain <laughs> I
3: want a, I want an inflatable bowl full of scampi in the pool.
4: Okay, so we'll eat we'll eat a dinner full of pasta and shrimp, drink port and then we'll swim in the pool. That sounds port like... Port
3: scampi check. is absolutely an incorrect pairing. Do, do we want to do port and scampi in the pool?
4: <laughs> we could do the then, scampi in the pool. What is... I, uh, Baron, whatever you say goes, all right? I'll, I didn't
2: even know we had a pool. How am I the only
4: one that knows about the pool? Is it because I there. live next we to
2: it? We don't really think about it. <laughs> oh, I think he means the moss garden. <laughs> this
1: guy's hilarious! Boy, it's <laughs> <Point sensor. laughs> <laughs> Sir, finger guns the bearing. (laughs) (laughs) Your fingers are like guns.
0: Be careful. That
2: could be seen as a threat. (laughs) Only threatening you with a good time, sir. (laughs) Indeed. All right. Hans, we'll take our scampy poolside. Come now. Uh, You see in one motion, um, rips off his leggings, uh, is in tiny underwear, um, and rushes for the pool and hops in.
4: Wow. Just right in.
3: I uh, follow suit, and uh, but except for taking off clothing, because I don't have anything else to wear, so this will have to do. And I dive into (laughs) layers and
2: layers and like a (laughs) tailcoat. This is
3: going to be bad for my leather holster, but here we go.
4: Henry has like an old timey uh, one piece uh, bathing suit thing oh my that, he, <laughs> that he goes into <laughs> the pool house and
3: crafts.
2: <laughs> Henry, you go in and change. It takes you ten minutes to join everybody. Zerk has swim trunks. Zerk brings swim trunks <laughs> everywhere. He's got a bag with a beach towel and swim trunks. Yeah, puts always them on, ready. Changes in the bushes. A little, uh, a little more shameless. <laughs> Nobody look. <laughs> um, and you guys get into the pool with the Baron. Uh, You see little floaties with shrimp scampi um, and port wine. Incredible.
3: Are they like lily pads, essentially? Uh, Yes.
2: (laughs) Ah, Now, what um, brings these fine guests to Fenrose
3: Keep, cousin? Um, Baron, we are, uh, you know, it's crazy. This is your town, correct?
2: Indeed. It's my family's town, but I'd like to think it's everyone's town, but especially mine.
3: Where did you get that baby to kiss?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm running for (laughs) re-election.
3: Well, uh, uh, we've been sort of, um, we are friends with Mr. Henry uh, because we are looking into uh, some, you know, crime that may be happening. So we are just looking into that, Mm. you know, to keep Thornkirk safe.
2: I hate crime. I don't understand. There's enough shrimp tails for everyone. Why don't people just eat shrimp tails? Bites just the shrimp's tail and then throws out the meat.
3: <laughs> oh, Book Bar collect that for the pizza. <laughs> Book Bar flaps away.
4: Don't get it out of the pool. Uh, what about this crime?
3: Okay, you've, you've heard that, that there are like some sort of bad spirits and sometimes this season it gets dangerous because there's bad spirits, right?
2: Yes, ghosts.
3: Yeah, so we've got a ghost, of uh, someone who got their heart broken 10 years ago. And uh, I haven't been here long enough to know. You see, um, as uh, go ahead, everybody,
2: give me everybody, give me insight checks.
4: That's a sixteen.
2: It's going to be a nat one
3: for me.
1: That's going to be a nat twenty for Zerk. Whoa. Oh my <laughs> god!
2: Um,
4: Zerk
3: Fia and has moss on her eyes yeah. and can't see anything.
2: <laughs>
4: you dove to the bottom of the pool right Fia at that is moment,
2: paying too much attention to Bookvar, tr- attempting to like a claw game. Clamp shrimp and put it in a bag (laughs) to save it for later. But Henry and Zerk, you see when you mention um, somebody was wronged 10 years ago, the Baron gasps and has a very physical reaction to that. And you see his eyes turn deadly serious. And he goes, if someone had their heart broken 10 years ago and is haunting Thornkirk... Then I am afraid that I am your ghost. Uh, oh. Um, what? <laughs> mm,
1: you seem very, uh, mm, uh, you seem pretty solid. Not, not much of a ghost. In I your guess appearance. we are
3: looking for a ghost who's killing people. So if you are the ghost, could you maybe stop killing people?
2: Yeah, please. I have not killed anyone, but if I'm a ghost and I don't know it yet, then perhaps I already have. Henry, have you seen me flying through walls or doing anything of that sort?
4: I've seen you do many impressive things, like uh, <laughs> fence and cook and and ride a, a horse very well. As as everyone here knows, you're a, you're an incredible yes. athlete. Um, but saw, i've never as seen as you part of do your
3: campaign ad you talk about what a good horse rider you are mm,
4: you're a great sparring guy <laughs> but i've never yes. seen you do anything ghostly that yes, you are th- not a ghost
3: and
2: just to be what? clear there are there are elections but it is illegal to run against me <laughs>
3: <laughs> Mr. that is what Baron, the sign said what happened 10 years ago that your heart got broken you have such a beautiful voice i'd love to hear you tell a story of your life
2: thank you <laughs> <laughs> Let's add a long sigh um, and kind of looks off wistfully and goes ten years ago I was engaged to my beloved Sadie Bellwater my parents didn't approve of her because she was from a poor family so we made plans to meet at the crossroads outside of town one night to run away and get married my father caught me before I could get to her and she was Left out there all alone. She was murdered by bandits. The town watch found her in the morning clutching the necklace I had given her as an engagement gift.
3: Where is that necklace now? It is with her. In a grave?
2: Indeed. I'm sure that if
1: you gifted it to her, it must have been very ornate. Could you describe it thoroughly in detail? Are you
2: familiar with Jared's Fall Catalogue? <laughs> <laughs> He describes a um, ruby necklace. Hmm.
3: May I ask, uh, you know, in a situation like this, Via's trying to be very diplomatic and play to his sense of self. In a situation like this, this must have been so tragic. I mean, how do you, uh, do you still visit this grave? And uh, how do you make peace with this? Where is the grave? (laughs)
2: Excellent normal question Well, I can't visit Sadie. Originally, she was given a pauper's burial in the cemetery. But after my parents passed, I moved her to my family crypt. That was not a popular move with my family. My father disproves of her even in death and has risen as a ghost to protect our crypt from perceived intruders.
3: So what happened? You bring her remains to the crypt, and then your father as a ghost uh, bars entry, and then what do you do with the remains?
2: I was able to bury her successfully, but when I went back, my father yelled at me, said he was disappointed in me, said I needed to marry somebody else, said he was going to find a nice girl for me, started uh, closing random gates, um, making the torches go on and off, brought ah. skeletons back, hmm. um, mm-hmm. one kicked I me in the see. stomach okay well well
3: well, desecrated remains that makes for a very angry ghost
2: so just to be clear from what the baron has told you it sounds like there are two ghosts Mm -hmm. one is the broken-hearted banshee who is sadie bellwater and two uh is the baron's father who is haunting the crypt
4: you know maybe maybe we could do something to to help you out so you can go and Pay your proper respects to Sadie. You know, maybe yeah. we go have a word with your old man and we try to we try to sort that whole thing out. If yeah, I'm us, actually uh,
3: quite good with ghosts. I've moderated a couple of seances.
4: I saw her do one.
3: Uh guys,
2: give me a um group <laughs> persuasion check. You can do it with advantage. I'll say plus uh zero, because you guys all have zero, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Minus one for me.
4: Yeah, baby.
2: That's a nineteen. Uh, nineteen total. Okay, you see, the Baron looks very excited, and he goes, "I haven't been able to visit my
4: dear Sadie in at least five years. So you would do that for me, cousin? Hey, you gave me free room and board at this pool house, or <laughs>
2: right? Well, we're charging you back. We're charging you back rent. It's ten thousand really? gold per month. Okay. Yes, you're twenty-seven
4: oh, percent. Oh, oh wow. Did, APR. Can I- just leave a copy of my. I didn't sign a lease. Did you? Would you leave a copy of you that at the door? Okay. It's
2: it's it's fine. I mm-hmm. we will. It is
4: fine. It's we'll fine. cut down.
2: We'll cut down the interest. Fourteen percent. There's interest.
4: I can't get out from under this debt.
2: Um, but you see, you see, the Baron does kind of narrow his eyes, looks a little bit confused, and goes, "But what is what does this have to do with the crime you are talking about? My father has never left the crypt."
3: Hmm. Well, you know, if he is a ghost, he might know other ghosts. It seems like a good lead.
1: Yeah, we just want to grill your pop for any information he might have. I'm sure that, you know, uh, as you are well-connected in this town, your father must be well-connected in the afterlife. Very
2: well. Well, I, of course, would face my father, and I was planning to do it. If not tomorrow, perhaps next week, or in three weeks, maybe I was thinking that of doing sounds, it.
4: That's a good timeline. It's flexible. It's a good that's timeline. Yeah, a good timeline.
2: <laughs> I think on the next full moon, I was thinking about that's, going in and doing it myself. Oh,
3: yes. It's a potent but time. But yes.
2: if, if the rest of you would like to go up and stand up to my father for me,
3: then <laughs> that's... Wow. I mean, you just said it. You said it there. <laughs> yeah. I could, you know... Said I, think what? Be, I,
4: I couldn't even... You know, if you give me... You give me a message to say to your dad... And then it's kind of like you did stand up to him. Okay. Because I'll tell him something that you said to say to him. All right. Okay. If he says, sorry,
2: Mm -hmm. sorry, marry whoever you want. You say, okay, thanks, daddy. And then marry Sadie. If he Mm -hmm. says, how dare you? She's run yeah.
4: away. Okay. <laughs> okay. You. <laughs> He's tall. Want me to stand up <laughs> He's five foot your eleven, dad, Henry. <laughs> by running away.
3: <laughs> oh, that's okay. That's <laughs> how tall I am. Two full inches. I'm five yeah. foot eleven.
4: My God. But You're those boots have a tiny little heel. I'm a heel. tall, spindly young feet.
3: girl child.
1: Sir, we will do this thing for you. Uh,
3: yes, and we will. In service, as uh, you know, as uh, peasants who work in your barony.
1: And as a thank you for your kindness and hospitality, please accept this gift. Uh, And I take a shrimp and I cast magical tinkering on it so that it repeats a six second long recorded message. And that message is It's not your fault.
3: It's not your fault. It's not your fault.
2: (laughs) You see, the Baron begins
4: weeping.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I read a book like this called Goodwill Hunting.
4: Henry's also (laughs) crying for his own
3: reasons. (laughs) All right, Fia cries too. All right. Wiping her tears away with moss.
4: (laughs) Well, if you'd like to get to my
2: family crypt, it's in the catacombs below Thornkirk. There's a small chapel in the cemetery. If you go straight Mm. through the tunnels, you can head right. When you can't go any further, you'll find my future burial site. Look for the crypt um, under Fenrose with one red rose. My family crest used to have... Three red roses, but there was some sort of family nonsense, some sort of feud at some points. But ours is the one with the rose. That is where my dear Sadie is buried.
3: Okay. I turn to my new friends, Dr. Zerk, Mr. Henry. It's kind of early still, I think, and I have—I always tend to keep strange hours. It feels wrong to go to a crypt during the day. What if we went to bed now, and if we woke up and we went at 3 a.m.? The witching hour.
2: You talking about early bedtime? You could always just do what I do and sleep for 20 minutes every three hours. Oh, pompadoro method, interesting. Who? <laughs> huh? <laughs> no, it's the, the name of
1: the sleep. You know it. Never mind. Ooh, you invented
4: of. it. You invented it, cousin. Yes, Don't you worry about Sebastian that.
1: Method. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. Uh,
4: yeah, we can we can crash for a little bit in the uh, in the little pool house I have. Um, there's a couple of cots in there. I sleep on one. I love a cot.
3: Oh, I guess uh, an accommodating cot. Very well.
2: Then I shall see you on
3: the morrow. Yes. Yeah. The Baron Indeed, is like sir. really haunted right now, right? Is it just <laughs> me or is he like, thousand yards there haunted? He's gonna
4: you're gonna finish the rest of the port and the shrimp. Uh, we're gonna go hit the hay. I kiss <laughs> I kiss the Baron's Don't hand. Don't be in the pool for three more hours. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> cousin.
3: I go around to every single one of his attendants, and I put out my hand for a kiss. <laughs> all right, yeah, they, let's just
4: kiss everyone's hand. Yeah. Good night, and then we'll go <laughs> crash.
2: Everyone starts kissing each other. <laughs> uh, it's that kind of night.
4: It tastes like shrimp.
2: Uh, sweet. <laughs> um, so you all go back to Henry's room. Henry has elected for the most modest guest room. Uh, still. Very nice room. You see red silk sheets and a four-post bed with a <gasps> canopy. A what? small desk with a vanity. Why you
3: not mention you have a canopy bed?
2: Uh, you see a dresser of dark mahogany and a trunk. not a cot. A trunk of Henry's things. You see a cot that looks like it has been used way more than the beautiful bed. <laughs> uh, Here's
3: the fucked the up bed. thing. is like I showed him my house before I saw his, and now I feel so stupid about it.
4: <laughs> I, your house was awesome. This house is fucking... It's over the top. It's too much. And this bed's too friggin' soft. You can't sleep for a second on it. My back slips out of place.
1: <laughs> Zerk falls over and instantly passes out in the
2: bed. Yeah, it's the most comfortable bed you've ever been in, Zerk.
4: <laughs> I sleep in a cot next to the dead people. Henry makes a grilled cheese on a hot plate. And, uh... <laughs>
3: I think Via also sort of lingers towards the four-post bed, looking like she's, like, busy, sits down on it, pretends like she's just gonna go to a cot, and then just, like, falls backwards and also sleeps on the four-post bed, because what a luxury. Oh, Spritle, can you wake us up uh, when it's time
1: for us to go raid a crypt? Spritle starts buzzing. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch you to uh,
2: Marimba, if that's Okay. <laughs> Uh, Henry, you finish your grilled cheese uh, and sleep in your cot. Spritel is set to marimba, and you all go to bed. And in a few short hours, you hear... Uh.
3: Shut it off. Shut it off. off. Fia fell asleep like sitting on the on the bottom of the bed and just like leaning backwards and she just darts back up sitting. So like her legs were dangling off the entire time. It looks like you were studying
2: all night. Huh? We were studying all night.
1: (laughs) I'm just like trying to gently stroke Spridal to turn it off.
2: (laughs) Spridl's just having too much fun. It's just dancing to the the marimba sounds, uh, and keeps going. I'm up, I'm up. So you are all up. It is 3 a.m., the witching hour. Um, And it does does kind of occur to you that it might make sense to wait for the break of dawn because you know that a lot of, specifically spirits like the Broken Heart Banshee, does it work at night?
3: Mm, so they will mm. return. Okay, okay,
2: all right. Oh, by the way, Thea, um, do we
1: need to transfer that kiss you got onto something else or is it just good on Not, your own?
3: I can just have it on my hand. Yeah, I've, okay. got, I've collected a lot of kisses on my hand. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know if we needed to put some like cellophane over it or if you need like a glove.
3: Oh, that's a good call. Yeah. Uh, let's put a glove on my kissing can. <laughs> okay. Just okay. in case. So we can keep the kisses in.
4: The Baron has like a full friggin' tub of gloves in here. I can find, I can find <laughs> some of those. I
3: go to the glove tub and I find the <laughs> frilliest, most lacy one I can find.
4: <laughs> I love this glove tub. Yeah. You, you find
2: a, a beautiful g- glove tub.
3: Mm, I feel like I'm at a (laughs) thrift store just going through a glove tub.
2: And do do you guys want to go at night or do you want to go at dawn?
4: We should probably go a little before dawn
3: yeah I think so
4: either either way on? we can snooze that Sprite for like at least <laughs> two more
2: hours <laughs> <laughs> just cool <a freaking laughs> <pull at> Sprite <laughs> snooze <laughs> oh my
3: god Sprite I send Bookfar to just clamp down on Sprite
2: <laughs> <laughs> easy ah, ah. they get they get into a knockdown dragout fight it's like when cats get a little too aggressive Jesus <laughs> you're tossing shrimp everywhere
5: hey. <laughs> eat Christ.
2: shrimp eat shrimp you little shrimp eat shrimp <laughs> oh Bookfar
1: you got one taste of power uh, Uh, Speaking of shrimp, while everyone else goes back to sleep, I'm going to stay up because I've gotten enough sleep, and I'm going to infuse some stuff. Great. Uh, I use the leftover shrimp tails and, like, bits of shrimp carapace, and I make a paste, uh, and I apply it to uh, my leather armor to give me
2: enhanced defense. Bookfar watches you do this at night. (laughs) Did you smear shrimp on your shirt? It's chitinous. I'm using the, the shrimp carapace. To to give me more right. of a bolstered defense. Okay, no, no, I'll, I'll I'll go back to the ceiling and go to bed.
4: <laughs> Flapsack up there and hangs like Don't a you bat. you go kiss a bat. <laughs> uh, I get up a little, like twenty minutes early, and I make everybody a full English breakfast. Oh.
3: <laughs>
4: Whoa. How do you guys like beans for breakfast, huh?
3: (laughs) Only if there are mushrooms to boot.
4: And a (laughs) boiled-ass tomato. Don't you worry about it.
3: Oh, it's so wet. (laughs) All on a hot plate. This is so impressive. How many hot plates did you have going to make all this breakfast?
4: Yeah, this one took me six hot plates, and they're all plugged into this surge protector over here.
3: (laughs) Oh, that's where the lightning was coming from. (laughs) I instantly
4: burned
1: my tongue on this hot tomato. (laughs) Careful.
0: Dot com slash pawpaw. Cut your wireless bill to fifteen bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash PAWPAW. Forty-five dollar upfront payment minimum required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Goodbye, sweeties.
5: Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That is Aura, A-U-R-A frames.com. Use the code PAWPAW at checkout to save terms and conditions apply. Thank you, everybody.
2: Uh, sweet. So you guys wait um, just before dawn, and then you head out. Uh, you cross the bridge at the edge of town as the sun is beginning to crest over the horizon um, and you find a small cemetery with cracked stones peeking out of the green grass see a black iron gate swings noisily in the wind as a breeze blows through nearby trees with orange and red leaves
3: Fia takes in this beautiful visage and lights up a cigar
4: Wow, could I get a drag of that or uh, have one?
3: Absolutely. Pass around the cigar, everyone. Oh, yeah. There's no sunset without a cigar, is what they say.
1: (laughs) Zerk, worried about germs, puts the cigar in the
2: tip of his pipe and smokes it that way. Uh, It's the boldest (laughs) cigar any of you have ever smoked. Oh, oh my God. It just tastes like chewing on ashes. (laughs) I inhaled. (laughs) Uh, So you guys find a small stone chapel with a thatched roof. In front, uh, there are statues of the children, the three deities. You see, the Reaper stands mm. to one side with his scythe and scale. Uh, the Elder is in the middle with a serene smile and arms open. And the Trickster statue is badly cracked and damaged. Uh, you can make <gasps> out, you can make out a carving of a beautiful dress made of leaves, but the head is missing.
0: Mending. Can I guess mending?
3: Mending. Two. We're gonna two for with the twins. mending.
2: You guys go two for with the mending. <laughs> Takes about a minute, but the cracks begin to fill in with a green light as you both hold your hands on the statue. Uh, and you see the trickster's face is restored. And for a second, you could have sworn she winked at you. Wow. Fia and Zerk, you guys both get inspiration. A D6 of inspiration.
1: Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh Fia, before we go any further, um, here, I prepared this for your sword. Uh, and I hand her a little uh, ornately blown glass vial with some blade oil in it.
3: Thank you so much, Mr. Zerk. This is so kind. And I drink this?
2: <laughs> um, You should
1: not. <laughs>
3: I, I go to drink it. Please. No,
2: <laughs> no, no, right? no, 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 no. He didn't even use the tails, miss. It was just shrimp meat. It was barbaric. <laughs>
3: All right, I take I uh, take out my sword from my back uh, and I start to rub some blade oil on it. It there you feels go, very yeah. good. I take it over a knee. I look like, I feel very like, like a blade in this moment. I've seen Batil do this.
2: As you polish your sword with this magical blade oil, you see Fia, this old rusted sword um, that you don't really know how to care for because your mentor has been gone for a long time. You see the rust wipes away, and you have this gleaming greatsword in your hands. Plus one, plus one. What?
3: this was hiding under my all the rust? I thought the rust was helping it. It seemed painful.
1: <sighs> it's like you thought this greatsword was just a normal greatsword, but it turns
4: out it had a pool. I thought
3: it was a good sword, but it's <laughs> a <great> sword.
4: <laughs> and uh, fortunately, uh, the, the, the smoke from your cigar is sort of covering up uh, the, the shrimp smell. So it's... <laughs> It doesn't have a bad musk. <laughs> I did mostly
1: use shrimp. I had to use the most powerful part of the shrimp, the brown.
3: Okay, okay. We s- could stop talking now and just admire like, the gleam like the of the... Smells
1: like the lobby of Red
2: Lobster. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Less cheddar biscuit, though.
2: Um, so you all go into the chapel. You see candles fill the room. Some of them are on the floor, some in holders or on ledges.
3: May I ask a question? Like, who is this a chapel to? Just all three of the children?
2: Uh, It is all three of the children, um, Mm. but you do see a set of scales Mm. uh, in which people have put copper to wish uh, Mm. for their loved ones to be judged fairly. Uh, You see a bunch of copper um, weighing down the scale to the right, which it is said in sort of the lore of the Reaper is that if the scale tips right, then you will be allowed into reverie.
3: Mm -hmm. I have such a desire to take all that copper and put it (laughs) onto the left. (laughs) But continue. Thank Um, you for it. You see all these
2: candles. Most of them are not lit, but you do see a few are lit. It looks like either somebody came here and was like lit a few candles to pay their respects, or there's some kind of groundskeeper who maybe lit these a bit ago and does not care about fire safety and didn't didn't put them out properly. (laughs) Um, You also see a set of stairs heading down. And near the stairwell, there are lanterns uh, that you can light and um, bring with you.
3: Interesting. Yes, I will mage hand a lantern and light it, with all of it, which with my mage hand.
2: Ooh, I'm going to
1: tinker one of the lanterns so that uh, Spritel can fly inside and light it up.
2: Uh, You see Spritel flies inside and lights it up. It is a little concerning as you look at these lanterns and see that they are made- For regular like candle fire it does lead Mm. you to believe that there are horrors down here Mm. and these you know that uh, just these places are not visited during reaping season it is and the reason you know that the sort of religious beliefs of the people of Eldermorn is that if you purposely burn your body or like destroy it you are defying the reaper and the reaper will not judge you fairly Mm -hmm. Um, so it is like amongst anyone who isn't like absolutely fuck the reaper i'm gonna do whatever i want amongst normal people and people who worship the reaper those people get buried and so the catacombs are kind Mm -hmm. of a happy medium of like we're gonna lock these dead bodies away if they rise, (laughs) they will be underground and they will be behind a wall. Mr.
3: Henry and Dr. Zerk, I have an insatiable curiosity and I don't have much willpower to uh, say no to myself. There is a part of me that wants to put all of this copper on the other side, just out of absolute curiosity.
4: That sounds hmm. like something I would like you to do on your own time.
3: Okay, I will not do it then, thank you. Thank you for being my willpower when I cannot.
1: How about happy medium? We do it on our way out.
3: Okay, okay, Wonderful. Oh, I love it,
4: I love that.
2: Okay, um, so you all walk down the stairs, the glow of the lantern's lighting your way. You clear cobwebs.
3: Can we not clear cobwebs? It just feels like ruining someone's house.
2: You avoid cobwebs. Um, You see Mm. a little awakened spider go,
3: thanks, I've been working on this for a long time. I
2: admire your craftsmanship. Eat
1: some mosquitoes for us.
2: (laughs) I will, spiders are friends. (laughs) Crit on your homework, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) That's one cool spider. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Uh, You all continue down, um, occasionally kicking a pebble um, that echoes as it falls down the stairwell.
1: Oh, Henry, at some point we should probably talk about that weird ghost shadow thing you did. Yes, what happened?
4: Yeah, we can have, uh, I mean, we can have a quick conversation. I have no fucking idea. (laughs) You guys saw that? (laughs) Yeah, it was cool.
3: It almost looked like it was you and then you do -do si with yourself.
4: that's what it felt like to me. Uh, yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to hear your perspective on it because that was weird. <laughs> that was weird as hell, and uh, that's the second time that, that that happened. So
3: the second time. What was the first yeah. time? Uh,
4: when that when that horror was uh, carving carving my shadow away from my body. Is I that swapped. how you got away from the horror? Yeah. You.
1: I mean, I don't know how it's happening, but if you could figure out how to do it reliably, that would. Probably be a big help because we do tend to get in a lot of scrapes where people are trying to grab us and strangle us.
4: I'll tell you, Zark, uh, I did not do it on purpose, and I did not do it as an act of bravery. I was scared <laughs> out of my mind, and I it just it just happened. It helped me get you away. Use
2: that, I guess.
4: <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty terrified now. Everybody, go ahead and give me perception checks.
0: Ooh, another 19. Oh, an eight. Uh,
3: 19
4: oh. plus three, 22. Ooh. I got a one. Um, Fia, Fia
3: has like the um, perception of a prey, so she's seeing a little bit of everything.
2: Fia, as you all are talking about this, you see that your lantern is hitting Henry in such a way that he's got a shadow on the wall, but you see his shadow is not connected to him. It looks like a person
4: following him.
3: Mr. Henry, I think that... Your shadow might be like an angel to you,
4: an angel or or some kind of fuck. Like you don't see what this guy looks like. Sometimes he's he looks
3: mean, angry,
0: sad.
4: Maybe not mean or angry, sad, scary, freaky. And then sometimes, sometimes he looks like me with uh, different colored
3: eyes. What color eyes? Black.
1: Medical opinion? That's no good. And you guys are both doctors, right?
3: <laughs> yeah, I—I I mean, I've lately been doing a lot of healing, so yeah, I think it's part of my life now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Technically, neither of us have degrees, uh, and we'd be laughed out of any
4: institution. But we can heal with the best of them.
3: <laughs> Feel that looks haunted, thinking about being laughed out of an institution. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I turn real quick and try to catch my shadow.
2: Uh, go ahead and give me a um, give me a dex check.
4: That's a nineteen. What do you add to Dex? Uh, I rolled a seventeen. I add two.
2: Um, you see, as you turn, uh, your shadow reacts a little bit slower than you.
4: Oh, I wish I didn't see that. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I think it flipped you off. <laughs> Wise guy.
3: <laughs> well, Mister Henry, I will. I will keep out an eye for you, but it could be a friend. You never know.
4: Okay. Hey, it saved my ass twice, so you might be right.
2: Uh, You all reach the bottom of the stairs, and you see that your way is blocked by an iron gate. It's one of these gates that slides down from the ceiling and grips the floor with thick iron teeth. Um, And next to it, there is a lever. And you can deduce that this appears to be a means to lock bodies in here during reaping season. Mm. Uh, And as you guys, before you guys do anything... We're not going to go into initiative yet, but I want you to
4: roll initiative. Oh, shit. Oh, my. I mean, I guess that's how sure we are that something's (laughs) going wrong.
3: 13.
4: 19. I got 11.
2: Sweet. So, again, not going to go into initiative right now. You guys are at this gate, uh, and there's a lever.
3: Uh, Would you like me to mage hand this lever instead of the coins?
1: Uh, You can Uh, go to town on the lever, I think.
3: All right, I go to town on the lever.
4: I wouldn't go to town. Oh, shit.
3: <laughs> yes, Dr. Zonk, whatever you say. She's going to town. <laughs> the coroner's assistant obeys. obey. she's
2: slapping the shit out of that lever.
3: <laughs> That's the Reaper's lever.
2: Thea F- uses a mage hand um, and in a fantastic light display, um, pulls down the lever. You hear there's a mechanical sound from within the walls, and you see the gate lifts as debris falls from the ceiling. There is an echo of the gate moving as well as some creaking deep in the distance and that's it. It's dark. Who has dark vision amongst amongst you guys?
3: I believe we I do. do. Okay. Not yes. Me.
2: So it's just 60 so it's just 60 feet. Um so you still don't see much. It is very dark um but you do not see any, you know, enemies or or horrors. Directly ahead of you.
3: This is going to seem very scary, but I wonder if we should turn this, if we should close this gate behind us. Because if things go bad, we don't want to seek a bunch of zombies on the city.
4: You know what? I had literally the exact opposite thought of propping it open. <laughs> yes, I'm with, I'm,
2: with, I'm with Henry. Let's I leave it open. I realize...
4: Hold up! I I realized, Doc, Doctor Bunkinja, how fucking selfish that was.
2: Yes, well, it's, no, no, it's no. not
4: selfish. It's self preservation. I understand how
2: you're confused, Henry, but I'm a book, yeah. okay? <laughs> I just feel like maybe one tiny ray of
1: sunshine, one like little bit of optimism could be helpful in this situation. Let's okay. just hypothetically, we don't die and want to escape.
3: So I, uh, but that my thing is that I think that I can use May Chance to like to go through and reopen it then we want oh. to leave.
1: Would you be able to mage hand like from the other side once we're inside and the
2: door's closed? Yeah, it's like a, gra- it's like a great... Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. not solid. Okay. It's not
4: completely solid. Yeah. No.
3: When he said that, I thought, oh, okay, this is yeah. an easy fix." And figure. look,
4: oh. Bookvar, you can you can flap through that thing. I think you can really... I think you can slip in between Do you think so? Uh, Bookvar yeah. desperately <laughs> starts trying to <laughs> flap through it. Uh, <laughs> no, you got to close yourself. Close the spine. Bookvar- open on the other side. You can... Slide through like a coin slot.
3: This is how we learn. We do things that scare us a little okay. bit. We put ourselves in situations I that I are a little bit scary. I feel scary. like I'm
2: learning all the time, miss.
3: <laughs> yes, that is yes. life. Life is learning. And when it stops being learning, it gets very boring.
4: I was scared when I tried a piece of your pizza because I didn't want to <laughs> eat book cheese. But I grew that evening as, as a man. I became a stronger person.
2: Henry, if if I could cry, I would. (laughs) Uh, So you guys go through. You've opened this uh, gate, um, and then you close it again from the other side with Fia's mage hand. With
3: my mage hand. Uh, The
2: mage hand is able to easily get through it. Um,
1: It
3: does feel like metaphorically, like us saying, okay, we're fucking doing this. So I don't mind this. Yeah,
1: cast that damn die. Let's do this.
3: I guess we we continue to walk.
2: Sweet. Mm -hmm. You navigate the dark catacombs. Um, there's dirt at your feet and bricks along the walls, orange glow of the lanterns. You see unlit torches along the walls. Um, you can light those, uh, if you want as you go to make it brighter. Uh, it's up to you guys. I guess I look back at Fia and Henry.
4: Um, should I light these Mr.
3: Henry, this will help you to see. Would you like, would you like us to light these?
4: You know, I'm, I'm okay. Um... I'm sure I wouldn't want to see anything down here anyway. <laughs> i keep keeping lanterns only for now.
2: You guys keep on keeping on lanterns only. Um, you see, as you pass certain points along the wall, you see various cubbies and inlets with coffins labeled with different family names. You also see doors mm. to different crypts. Um, you mm. can assume that... The people who are buried out here that are just kind of in cubbies are maybe, you know, merchants or things like that. Like people who have money to be like buried pretty well. But like, you Mm -hmm. know, lords or richer people probably get their own like family crypts. Um, You know, from what um, the Baron told you, is that his is further in.
3: Mm. I'll scan very quickly to see a (laughs) bonkinya. A (laughs) bonkinya?
2: Uh, go ahead, Sib and, parents. Uh, go ahead and give me a luck check.
3: Sixteen, baby. Sixteen.
2: Um, there are no Bonk Ganya's down here. You can assume Sib wanted <laughs> to get far, far away from the Bonk Ganya's, <laughs> and it is unlikely that they are here in Thornkirk.
3: All right, I will keep using this name recklessly. Great.
2: <laughs> um, as you guys travel, go ahead and give me perception checks. Henry, give me
4: yours with disadvantage. Disadvantage. Oh, that's right. It's dark.
3: That's going to be a 19 for Fia.
4: That's an 18, even with disadvantage.
1: Zerk's eyes erupt with light. I got a natural 20. Whoa.
3: <gasps> oh. That's your second.
1: Yeah, that's do 20s.
3: Have you had LASIK?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, self,
1: self-imposed.
3: Whoa, you did LASIK on yourself.
2: <laughs> you suddenly feel a cold wind travel past you. And you see that spritel turns from orange to blue.
3: Blue. And you all
2: feel a sudden chill go through you. And you begin to hear rapid movement from behind you and Zerk with a nat 20. You even hear a little bit ahead of you. Fia and Zerk with your dark vision. You see five skeletons um, coming out of crypts and coffins from behind you. And you also see Zerk with a nat 20, one skeleton a little bit further down the way, shambles out of um, one of the coffins. Zerk, you are first to act. Zerk looks back to Fia and Henry and says, okay, remember what I said about
1: lanterns only? That's over. Uh, and I cast <laughs> fairy fire. I
2: was hoping nice. you'd do that. How
1: far, do, do you pick a point and light it?
2: Yeah, let's do it on... Uh, the skeleton in front of us. Sweet. Uh, With a flick of your wrist, you light up a part of the catacombs with magic light. You see 50 feet ahead of you is this skeleton, but more importantly, you see that 70 feet ahead of you, 20 feet past this skeleton, is another lever and another gate as you hear more and more skeletons in the tunnel. Oh, shit.
3: Oh, we could get to the other side of the gate and just close them in. Oh, yeah.
2: What do you want to do with your movement? You have used your action. I think I see
1: the gate ahead. I see these skeletons behind us. I think I just run forward and kind of, uh, and just gesture for Fia and Henry to follow me.
2: Uh, So Zerk lights up this area of the room. You guys see another lever and another, like the teeth of a gate that is up right now. Uh, Zerk starts booking it for it, uh, has another 40 feet to go, and it is gonna take an action to um, pull the lever. Um, And you see a skeleton there in his way, more skeletons behind him. Um, Fia, that is your turn.
3: Can I run 30 feet forward um, and prepare an action to attack, to green flame blade, the first creature that comes towards me? Sure.
2: Nice. Um, Henry, that is your turn.
4: Um, I'm gonna make like Bookvar and just uh, sprint towards the door. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and once I get 30 feet, I have, I do have a crossbow. Sweet. Oh, crossbows. Crossbows. So I'm going to fire it.
3: Let's be inclusive, you know.
4: (laughs) Crossbows. I'm going to fire it at that skeleton that's, uh, in front of me now, the crossbows.
2: Okay. Henry pulls out a crossbow, shoots it at this one skeleton. That's
4: between Zerk and the exit. It's a 21 to hit. Super hits. Oh, I did only roll a one on my damage die. So that's a, a big three. Henry, you
2: blast this skeleton with a crossbow bolt. You break off like a bunch of bones in its arm, but it is still wielding a rusty blade and still looks ready to fight. That is the skeleton's turns. You see on initiative 10. Now we'll see if they're friendly or not. <laughs> the five in the back that are far away are going to start shooting short bows.
1: How short are these bows? Are they like 5'8", five 5'9"?
2: Five yeah. That's average. <laughs> that is average.
3: I do feel like a tower of a woman <laughs> at
2: 5'11". Two go after Fia. Two go after Henry. One goes after uh, Zerk. Mm. The two that went after Henry miss. Yeah. Oh, boy. The two that go after Fia hit.
3: Okay. I'm going because two hits. Oh, I really hate doing this, but I'm going to shield.
2: Okay, got nice. it. Nice. Um, they both miss. Um, Fia throws up okay. a shield. You see the arrows bounce just off like of them. really
3: cool abjuration. Almost like sprites form little abjuration symbols around oh. me for a second. Not
4: like a shellfish, like a shrimp shell. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, you see this force field around Fia, and as the arrows get close, they sort of just die and plop out of the air. Ooh,
3: they fizzle like they touched the lava. Uh, Next
2: one goes after Zerk and misses with a 12. Uh, This one that was 50 feet ahead, but now is within 20 feet of you, is going to close with Zerk was the first one up there, but um, guys, go ahead and roll a luck check since Fia has an action prepared. We'll say 11 or higher. uh, It goes after Fia.
3: Okay. Fuck me, I got a 17. Wait, is That's that good, good luck, though? That's
2: great luck, yeah. Oh, um, yes! Fia, uh, you draw your blade. This thing kind of like senses the violence and just runs towards it and tries to meet it. Uh, this thing is going to um, go to take a swing at you. You have a reaction prepared. Go ahead and make your attack. Yes. Nice. No,
3: I don't because I used shield. No, no, no. Wait, can you still ready an action when you have on a reaction.
2: We usually let people like hold their actions, which is different. We, yeah, so we, that's like, what hold, I was trying we to do. Homebrew. We homebrew. Uh, yes, we allow that. Yeah.
3: Oh, baby. I got an 18. That hits. I take my new, like, no longer rusty blade and hit him for 10 damage.
2: That is exactly how much HP it had left. via yes! fit this skeleton. Kill that bag of bones.
3: <laughs> Um, I want to like just slow motion slice its beautiful bony head off, and as I do it, the glint of the fairy fire on my blade, my now no longer rusty blade, um, shows my face, and I wink at Z- at Zerk.
1: <laughs> Zerk's like, oh, cool, and then the
2: skeleton's head hits him. <laughs>
3: <laughs> or- Thank you, Dr. Zerk. I am your number one patient.
2: And that's a guarantee. (laughs) At the end of the round, um, you hear more skeletons animating. Um, We'll start with the ones behind you. Mm -hmm. You hear five more. um, And then ahead of you, you see another two pop up between you guys and the gate. That is Zerk's turn. Okay. So there's
1: two ahead? Yes.
2: Still like blocking the path to the gate? Correct. So you would need to
1: take opportunity attacks, but you can get
2: through them. There is like space to get through.
1: I'm gonna try and firebolt one of them. Okay, great. Uh, I light my little stirring rod like a match. And then I light one of my crossbow bolts and I fire it right at them. Sweet. Uh, Does 11 hit?
2: 11
1: does not hit. You see
2: they are wearing- Ah.
3: You have a D6 of inspiration from the trickster. Wow,
1: nice memory. Should I save that? Nah. Hell yeah. Um, Does a 17 hit? It does. Okay, um, that is four damage. Uh, Does the fact that this is a skeleton uh, affect the
2: damage at all? No, it doesn't have any weakness to fire. Does it seem to like it? Uh, It (laughs) seems to be indifferent to it. You see it shrugs its shoulders. Uh, You see its other friend is trying to do Zippo tricks, and it seems unimpressed. It's just Who doesn't care
4: about fire?
2: All right, fair enough. It doesn't care about fire kind of either way. You see playing um, Pokemon on Game Boy and choosing Squirtle. I mean, respect. <laughs> That's a powerful starter. Uh, that uh, uh, Zerk you move at all. You are still forty feet away from the lever. Yeah,
1: I'll I'll get closer to the lever.
2: Um, I guess I'll get within 10 feet of it. Yeah, you are yeah. within 10 feet of it now. That is Fia's turn.
3: Okay, I think Fia is going to dash action uh, to the other side.
2: Uh, the other side of the of the gate, great.
3: Yeah, and just be ready to mage hand it closed, nice. but at least that will be one less person Sweet. in the way of
2: harm. Um, Fia, you bolt through, you barrel through uh, doing Fia's crazy um, <laughs> run.
3: A sprint action, not a dash action. Just like the
2: Tom Cruise sprint. They're gonna take opportunity <laughs> attacks on you as you run down the hall. It looks like it's hurting your shin so bad. One of them does get a 16. Okay. You are hit with a rusty short sword for six damage.
3: Mm, okay, I take the damage, but I look at them and I say, hey, you think the rust makes it more powerful, but actually you put a little oil on it. It's actually much more powerful.
2: <laughs> what? Bet you won't shrug <laughs> at that. Via uh, with a dash action, gets to the other side of the gate. Uh, Henry, that is your turn. Okay,
4: I'm gonna start. Um, I'm gonna twirl my halberd. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna attack the one that's, uh, that Zerk hit, the one that got a little hurt. Great. Got a little Zerked. Uh, that's an 18 to hit. Hits. 12 damage.
2: 12 damage. Henry, finish yep. the skeleton. Yes.
4: Uh, I twirl the halberd like up. I like undercut. The fairy fire catches a glint of my halberd and I uh, wink at Fia to wink at Zerk.
3: <laughs> I catch the wink in the uh, in the reflection of my clean blade and deflect the wink to Zerk.
1: <laughs> That's so cool. Oh, another skull hits me.
4: That's team Zerk.
2: <laughs> team Zerk makes the dream Zerk. Henry and Zerk are now 10 feet away from the lever one skeleton up in the mix with them and a bunch behind them. The skeletons act. Uh, you guys, I'm going to say, are on the edge of like where the fairy fire is lighting the room, so I'm going to say these skeletons are going to have disadvantage as they shoot down the mm-hmm. hall, but there are 10 now, so they're going to shoot at Henry and Zerk. Oh, shit. First one misses Zerk. Second yes. one misses Zerk with disadvantage Ooh. That's two nat ones. Mm-hmm. Um, third one is going to hit Zerk for five damage. Okay. Fourth one shoots, misses. Fifth one shoots, misses. Uh, got a nat 20, but with oh. disadvantage, rolled a nat 5 and missed. <laughs> oh, boy.
3: Oh, your fairy fire comes into play and in so many uh, ways. The other
2: five take shots at Henry from deep in the distance. You see arrows <laughs> whoosh, whoosh, flying down the hall of the catacombs. It's
4: like I just hear them.
2: Uh, misses on the first attack, hits on the second attack. Four damage, Henry. Okay. Third attack misses. Fourth attack, misses. Fifth attack, hits. Henry, you are hit for five. This is the thing. At the morgue, we tell people specifically, do not bury
1: your loved ones with bows. (laughs) Don't do it. Seems like an oversight. <laughs> but what if does. you have
3: a very a bow that's like an heirloom bow and you're very affectionate towards how
2: many
4: heirloom bows <laughs>
2: did they have? You guys <laughs> passed the um archer family. The archers, <laughs> the bowmans, the fletchers, these, the fletchers, <laughs> the We're in a craftsman tomb. <laughs> um, sweet. So behind you guys at the end of the round, you hear more skeletons rising, getting out of their crypts. Okay, Dear God, to- God, there's another eight. There's now eighteen down the hall oh, um, in the wrong direction uh, with arrows. Okay. This, uh, the ones in front of you, though, one more rises. Uh, you now see two ahead of you. Oh, mm. and this other one that was up in the mix is going to take a crack at, let's say, Henry, because he just swung at his friend mm. um, who was not impressed by his Zippo tricks. <laughs> I thought it was cool. Misses on the attack. Uh, Zerk, that is your turn.
1: Uh, I am going to point blank them with my cross folk. Oh, sweet. <laughs> Uh, Eleven? That
2: doesn't hit. Uh, the arrow goes perfectly through the skeleton's ribs.
3: <laughs> oh, that was cool. Uh, completely
2: unaffected. Kind of a wow. cool trick.
3: I see what you're going for.
2: The rest The I look miss. at the skeleton to see if they were impressed by the trick. Uh, <laughs> uh, Bookfar goes, I was I was impressed. Maybe hit them next time. That might be good. <laughs> you didn't see what I was going for. I was doing a trick. Uh, what do you want to do with your movement, Zerk? Um, I guess I will just get... Through the gate. Okay, sweet. Um, You rush through the gate. These two are going to get opportunity attacks on you. Cool. Uh, One hits, six damage. Okay. Slices you with a rusty short sword that it now looks um, self-conscious about. Um, Kind of hot. You see them (laughs) furiously trying to polish it in between swings. (laughs) Um, That is Fia's turn.
3: Okay. I'm going to hold my action for when Mr. Henry comes through.
4: Great. Henry, that is your turn.
3: Mr. Henry, don't dawdle.
4: Okay, Mr. Henry is coming through. (laughs) <laughs> um, okay, so Henry's going to do like a dead uh, Tom Cruise style sprint right down the alleyway. <laughs> and then at the last second, it's like catching. Uh, <laughs> kick off kick off one wall, then the other one to try to get out the gate. So good. <laughs> Surprisingly light <laughs> for his age. Henry? Every step looks like it hurts. to
3: undersell yourself. Uh,
4: Henry <laughs> kicks off one wall,
2: kicks off the other, slides across the dirt, kicks up a bunch of dust. Uh, Fia, you use your action, use Mage Hand. <laughs> Grab the lever, pull it down. You see the iron gate closes as a bunch of um, arrows ping, 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 pink off the metal, um, and you see uh, the two skeletons that were closest uh, do run up and start trying to get through the cage, but. It's actually a good thing. They're also blocking the way for the arrows. So you guys, as long as you get out of here quick, are safe for the time being. We we live in this cave now. We
1: can never go home.
3: <laughs> I know. I am thinking about the repercussions of these.
1: <laughs> Sorry, there's no four-poster bed, dude. <laughs> I
4: sleep on a cot. Should I put out my cigar? Is this
3: wrong for me to have a stinky cigar in such close proximity? <laughs> I think
4: it's the one thing that's keeping me from smelling only death, decay, and shrimp. So please yeah, keep it lit. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, I keep I keep my cigar going.
4: Uh, let's <laughs> let's huff it down this hallway. I roll
3: yeah. up a little vanilla in it. Ooh. Oh my
4: god, you <laughs> gotta roll me one of them,
3: <laughs> please. Take some beans, mash them, put them into the cigar. Mmm. Uh,
4: you guys
2: light up cigars and pipes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it was already lit. I just added some herb to it.
2: <laughs> you guys hear the banging of metal as these skeletons are trying to get through, just controlled by this mindless rage to kind of protect the crypt against intruders. And you guys pull out your lanterns again and wander into the darkness. And once again, you feel the chill of a spirit flowing through you. And that's where we'll end our session.
4: I fucking knew it. I knew it. I knew we were going to
1: to find it. (laughs) I love how much we have run this campaign. There is a lot of running. I know.
3: I was like three episodes in, and this is my second time taking the dash action. (laughs)
1: This this is the mad
4: dash. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, it's but exploding.
3: also when you only have three spells, it's yeah. kind of like, well, you kind of got to save them for hills. I love,
4: I love being, it's like, it's, it's spooky. We're being chased.
3: Yeah. But we'll yeah. talk about it on the exactly. short rest. Yes, it's, we will.
4: We'll talk, uh, we'll talk all about it on the short rest.
2: Uh, y'all can head on over to patreon.com nadpod. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. Don't sing yet. We are.
0: Oh. Um, Damn it.
2: Well, We'll it's do boring. our after show uh, and we'll talk about all of this stuff. Um, we're also going to level up uh, uh, at Ooh, the beginning of next episode. Yeah. Uh, oh my god! You will all Goodness. be at oh, level decisions
3: three. To make.
2: Sweet guys, uh, does anybody have anything to plug?
4: Um, you know what? You can buy our uh, our little scramble man, our little Pawpaw. <gasps> paw. oh, yeah. That's right. Um, oh. There. Uh, so we are doing a, a campaign, a pre sale for uh, a stuffed plush Pawpaw, paw, uh, which is only available for the next two weeks, and then it's and then it's over. Uh, so, get your orders in now. Uh, and that is over at makeship.com. M A K E S H I P. Mm hmm. Yeah, if you just scroll down so. the page,
1: you will see uh, a cute little pawpaw plush uh,
4: and you can make him yours. Yeah, I, wait, actually, oh. I have one right here. Hold on cute
3: show off your pawpaws
1: look at that little pawpaw he's
4: cute
3: so cute it's fucked up that i don't have him yet (laughs) 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 literally hard and beverly have plush pawpaw moonshine (laughs) doesn't
2: yes and we'll also of course plug voting
5: please vote Mm, yeah for the love of god please do that vote (laughs) oh you know what actually
4: i already voted i voted on sunday yes that's right yes we and murph already voted as well do as we do and as we say go Um, vote unfortunately you're not allowed to listen to the show unless you vote that's that's, wow that's right Mm
1: Um, but what you can do, regardless of if you vote or not, is send us things in the mail. Uh, don't do that you unless do that. you vote either. Yeah. Actually, you should.
2: You should vote though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we have ways of checking up on this. It's <laughs> frowned upon if you don't vote and send That's us right. We're in the
3: mail. super connected. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: but if you if you vote uh, and then send us your sticker in the mail. Um, Don't do that. You can send us stuff at 1920 Hillhurst Avenue, number 222, Los Feliz, California, 90027. Um, And we love getting stuff there. I'm going to shout out a couple of people that sent us fun things. People like... Kaylee Elise, who sent us more delicious honey from her Honey Goblin Farm and a rare DVD of an early Henry Cavill masterpiece, Red Riding Hood. Whoa! Wow! Yeah. Well,
3: first off, Kaylee, thank you so much. We made mold wine with the honey, Ooh. and it was so yeah. good.
1: I've been using the Meadow Foam honey uh, in my tea when I drink tea, and it is delightful. Ooh. I don't know what Meadow is, but it's—I can't get my—I can't have enough of it now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yes, this DVD is billed as a classic tale with some modern magic. It also includes Joey mm-hmm. Fatone as the big bad wolf.
4: So, oh,
0: no. uh, we what? have to watch. What? It.
4: <laughs> he was a better actor than anybody gives him credit for. <laughs> Joey, really?
3: I don't think I've ever seen him in anything.
4: N- nor have I. But I just he wanted seems, to have he a seems take. Fun. He <laughs> seems fun. I think he's, he's
3: just got charisma really sold for a boy band thing. <laughs> we we got to watch right. the
1: film. See if he outshines
2: Cavill. He's the kind of boy band member you could have a beer with, you know?
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's how I vote for my boy band God, I wish I could just slurp
1: down some honey with Joey Patone. (laughs) Uh, And if you want to slurp down some honey, you can do it at beesintheburbs.com. That's beesinthehyphenburbs.com to buy some of Kaylee's sweet honey. Um, I would also like to shout out Twitch and Discord mod Agniti who sent us a glow-in-the-dark mushroom, a tiny ceramic pawpaw, and a novelization you, of the first Agniti. twelve episodes of Nadpod. This mushroom is great. Oh it's God. a little IKEA mushroom that Agniti painted uh, to look a little more like uh, the Crick, and it's delightful.
4: Thank, Thank you. you. Thank
1: you. Um, Kevin Thank S, you. aka Calseek, uh, it's Calcique with a Q on Twitch, sent us an incredible deck of tarot cards called The Adventurer's mm. Tarot oh, so cool. by Weird Works.
3: They're really cool. It's like a fun way to almost like choose your next character because it has all the different like classes yeah. and, or it has like a lot of different classes and backgrounds and stuff, but as tarot cards.
1: And I know you're all wondering, uh, do the cards feature gold inlay? Uh, they absolutely do feature <laughs> gold inlay and I'm gaga for that shit. It's so Gaga good. for gold. <laughs> I'm gaga for the gold. <laughs> you can get your own tarot set by visiting weird.works as well. Um, Also, one last one. Uh, Abby sent us a nice letter and a copy of their character sheet for their very own green teen character, Finian Greenhill. Oh, yeah. It's It's... really cute. Uh, They also wrote a letter to Beverly, which um, (laughs) uh, just fully melts my heart, just Uh... fully kills me. Uh, Much like the horrors in our campaign, uh, this letter has stolen my heart. So thank you very (laughs) much for that. Thank you so much, Abby. It's a real treat getting to... Read these letters and just see all this fun stuff from fans. In addition, Charlotte also sent us a heartwarming letter and a postcard featuring a wombat for Emily. Whoa. <gasps> so.
3: I mean, honestly, I collect postcards. Thank you so much. I love postcards. And I yeah. collect
4: wombats. So we're, <laughs> where the hell is my wombat? And I
1: collect heartwarming letters. So this really works out for all of us. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh, and one last one. Kendra at the Broken Bow Dice Shop sent us all personal notes and custom dice. I think I rolled on one of Kendra's dice this past episode. 220s uh, so too. Thank you- yeah, it might have been one of those. Kendra, thank you so much. All right. Your dice are keeping me company. Were
3: these the green dice? Yeah. Were these the green dice? These are some like- Oh, yeah, they're really cool. Swirly, they're beautiful green. Green. And blue green dice. It's great. Yeah.
1: Um. So thank you so much, Kendra. And check out Broken Bow Dice Shop on Etsy. Uh, and that is all our shout outs. Thank you all so, so much for these sweet little gifts and treats. Uh, they are all honey to me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: sweet. They're cool. uh, all meadow foam to me. And of course, <laughs> uh, you can follow us all on Twitter at me, at CaldiesCaldwell, at Emily, and at Jake. And you can tweet about the show yep. using hashtag NADPOD. That's N A D D P O D. Oh boy, here it comes.
0: We are the show. We
1: are, we are, we are, we
2: are It's the end of the show, everybody, and that means I need to shout out our benevolent council of elders, starting with Brad D., Jeffrey S., Haldor Frostback, Steelbreaker, and Matt M., glassblowers who painstakingly crafted all the bottles and mugs in the Blackthorn Tavern. Upon hearing the news, they all created ornate glass goblets, filled them with ale, and then poured that ale on the ground. Jordan DJ, Cutter W, Jibe G, Zolodolo, and Dylan B, Sewastian's so fencing coaches, they spend most of their day thinking up new ways to tell the Baron how incredible he is at fencing. Schubert the Mushroom, Danielle the Dastardly Dame, Andrew M, Beardman Dan, and Scott D, other spurned lovers whose ghosts now haunt Eldermorn. Unlike the Broken Heart Banshee, though, these ghosts all haunt coffee shops and bars in the hopes of bumping into their exes and getting some much-needed closure. Danny P., Elena C., Mixologist Michael McD., and Balnor's Boy, pranksters who defaced the trickster statue outside of the chapel. For the bold act of tricking the trickster, they each received a D-100 of inspiration and also had their pants filled with itching powder for good measure. Andrew B., Justin I., TJM the No Barbarian, Elena M., and Traley the Crayfe, the Guild of Shrimp Smiths. These talented artificers have dedicated their lives to harnessing the unlimited power of crustaceans in ways Zerk can only dream about. Jared E., Christopher B., Austin Bonesaw MR, Damiel R., and Jordan L., a crew of skeletons who had just settled in for a nice milk bath when a group of rowdy humanoids entered their tomb and started causing trouble. They even frothed the milk and everything unforgivable. Cyborg version of Josh the Kobold, Gage M, Skokilla, Destin C, and Richard X Machina. Ghostbusters hired by Sebastian to exterminate his ghost dad. Unfortunately, Sebastian's dad brought up some really valid critiques of his son, and now the Ghostbusters work for him as hired muscle. Watch out, gang. Michael L., Kelvin Noodles, Sergio Salazar, Solomon, Zacharias de Sequani, Tress the Traveler, and Jory S. The house band at Blackthorne Hall called the Broken Heart Banshees, who are deeply torn over whether to change their name or lean into it. Calum L., Ryan, Jack L., and Flawless Whale, shrimp farmers in Eldermorn who exclusively farm shrimp for the Baron Scampy. Temporal, Sam L., Nicholas C., Reese N.S., Samuel B., and Mike H., the owners of Eldermorn's most respected in-ground pool digging service. They used to be grave diggers, but then the deceased started coming to life and needed to be kept in tombs, so they pivoted and invented the pool. Matthew E., Colton B., Adam G., Matteo C., and Eric B., a group of best friends who was at Blackthorn Hall when the spirit compelled everyone to fight. They're all super confused and sidebarring with each other, trying to figure out what in the heck happened. Panama James, Adrian the Halfling Bard, John H. N., Anime Intellect, and Dan, a family of pool Rasulkas, they haunt an above ground pool just outside of Thornkirk, singing songs to lure innocent people into their poorly pH balanced pool. Nikki W., Grace G., Drew Nasty, CeCe Lulu, and Jay. The Committee to Reelect the Baron. Since it's illegal to run against the Baron, it's kind of just a way to put public funds into parties and call it campaigning. Barnes and Ader, Douglas A., Michelle O., Luke H., Aiden R.H., and Ritterin. Bookfar's Best Books Who Meet Up Weekly for a Book Club. These books talk about whatever book they're reading that week, but Bookfar's dirty secret is he always watches the movie version of the book. Timmy R, Lucas B, Aaron S, Kevin M, Austin C, the friendly ghosts of Eldermorn. These spirits are so hospitable, they make Casper look like his no-good-shit uncles. Hogfish's Above Average Hog, New York, Steven C., KJ, and Michael Meyer, Blackthorn Hall gamblers that made an insane prop bet that Henry would win two out of three matches before being disqualified via guidance cantrip. They'll be rich as long as they survive the bar brawl. Raul N., Mike K., Maxwell C., Nick L., and Karen T., members of the powerful Bonk Guinea crime family, they're still hunting down their missing member, Sib, who is wanted for for wasting cigars ekathor 666 paul of house Kroom, happy birthday justin raccoon nick w michael c and robert f bar fighters who became best friends after fia's command spell for five minutes then they went back to beating the shit out of each other Esme M, Spartagnus, Nathan, Casimir the All Knowing, Big Bad Beard of the Mad, and Eric McDee, the last people to have swum in the Baron's Pool. They all ate so much scampy and cramped up so bad that they vowed never to swim again. Burley T, Axel A, Nero, Claudius, Caesar, Augustus, Germanicus, Christian A, and J. Dragonborn, distinguished members of the Bowman family whose family tradition is to bury every deceased relative with a short bow, a sword, and a quiver with 50 arrows just in case. Jonathan O, the Sandrian, Ben A, Feldonis, and Dave H. Bookvar's book club. They don't read. They're all just books who hang out and do drugs together. Catherine S, David K, Christian S, Keith K, Brittany B, and Kyle H, the chefs who cooked the Baron shrimp scampi. Usually they enjoy the leftovers since the Baron doesn't eat the best part of the shrimp, but they were sadly left in the lurch this time. Emilio D, Frankie Koala, Big Bad John, Aston S, Blair the Bug Blair Barbarian, and Porkchop, patrons of the bar who got hit with darts during the bar brawl from Dart Guy. Each of them hung onto their darts to exact their revenge. They're currently waiting outside for Dart Guy to leave. Chanel M, Christian P, Depressed Demon Hunter, Alice, Minette F, and Pat L, skeletons from the crypt who only looked like they were running after our heroes. In reality, they just like to jog in their training for a charity 5K. Lauren H, Matthew JL, Janina E, Maddie Y, The Eldest Barry, and Ryan S, other books who have attempted to make their own cheese, each with less success than the last, though Ryan S was able to create some passable monster. The Bone Duster, Nathan J, Joshua H, Robit, CRSP, Idrisil, and Big Bad Mac. Henry's makeover team. They took one look at him and realized that a boyishly handsome young man is hiding under Henry's ruggedly handsome face and they can't wait to unearth it. Brentley C, Damar B, Micah B, Carly Ann, Clark of the Thunderfucks, Jorge C., Fia's dental hygienist who polish her lower teeth. It takes a village, but it's worth it when you catch the moonlight glinting off Fia's crisp underbite. Poopy, peepee, poopy. Connor Savage, B-Chef, Russell H., Christopher J.O., and Logan S., a group of hairstylists that visited Zerk. They took one look at the at his accidental multicolored highlights and decided there was nothing they could do. His hair was already as cool as it could ever be. And that's all for this week. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, thank you to all of our listeners, all of our Patreon subscribers, and of course all of our benevolent Council of Elders. Uh, you can head on over to patreon.com slash nadpod to listen to our after show, The Short Rest. Until then, we'll see y'all Next time that was a head gum podcast.